Good evening and uh, welcome to this week's uh, Meshachach Mashir. Uh, we're looking at Parshas Vayera. Shemos Perak Vav Pasuk Gimel. So, Vayidaber Hashem el Moshe vel Aaron. So Hashem speaks to Moshe and Aaron, Vayitzavim el Bnei Yisrael, and he commands them, and Vayitzavim el Bnei Yisrael is usually translated as he commands them um, about Bnei Israel, but more literally, it's he commands them to Bnei Israel. Vel Paro and to Paro. Notice it's the same Vel, Melech Mitzrayim, Paro the King of Mitzrayim. Lahotziyeth Bnei Israel meir to Mitzrayim. So, the pasuk, if you read it very literally, and this is important to the Meshachachma's understanding. Whatever it is that Moshe and Aaron are told about Paro, about sending the Bnei Israel to the land of, uh, out of Mitzrayim, is the same thing that um, they're being told to Bnei Israel. So the question that um, the Meshachachma opens with dealing with is, um, how is it that the Bnei Israel are being commanded to free the Bnei Israel? What exactly is going on there? So, this is what he writes. Lahutzi is yitachain. It could be kigam az b'mitzrayim. Even then, in mitzrayim, hayu gedolei ha'uma. They were the great of the nation. Asher hayu sarim nechbadim ve'fratim, who were the the noted leaders. Ve'im hamiyu mishabdim es bnei Yisrael lavadim. Shemachru. They enslaved the Jews that the Mitzrayim had sold them. Maybe these are the three Shvatim, Ruven, Shimon, and Levi. Because they, in, he's saying maybe they showed leadership in Mitzrayim. Like it says in the Medrash Naso, um, it's uh, Parsha Yid Gimel of, of Medjish Rabbah Naso that Levi, this is well known about Levi, Levi Shalohayu Bishiba Mitzrayim Levi was not enslaved to Mitzrayim Therefore, Shevet Levi didn't take any land. V'chein Reuven now Something that he omits here when he quotes the Medrash is the Medrash talks about these three Shvatim. Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. The first three Shvatim, the oldest three. So he so he he's extending this unstated piece of the Medrash. Reuven also doesn't get land in Israel. He, he gets his land on the other side of the Yardin. And in Shimon's case, Niskayim Alav, it was fulfilled on him the bracha, so to speak, of Yaakov. Arur Apam, their anger should be cursed. Ki Ozvevrasam, Ki Kashasa, Achal Kain Bi Yaakov, Afitim Yisrael. I'll give them a, their portion amongst Yaakov, and I'll spread them out in Israel. And as the Ramban says, Kamoshapir Shoraban, that they were. Um, Numerous free people and leaders that enslaved the Mishabadim 
Es Yisrael, and Mkarim Lehmem Shel Paro, that they had gotten from Paro's rule. Therefore, L'chein Hashem Yisparach, L'chein Tziva Hashem Yisparach, therefore Hashem commanded, Shebnei Yisrael, Gam Paro Yotziyo Es Bnei Yisrael, Me'ashibod. That both Bnei Yisrael and Paro should release the Bnei Yisrael from their slavery. So he's taking it very literally. V'lechein, and this is why, Samach L'zeh Yichus HaShlosha Shvatim, Messiahim Hu Aaron Moshe. When this is a known a known oddity in the parsha, that when we're introduced to Moshe and Aaron freeing the Jews, it starts with, and these are the families of Ruvain, and these are the families of Shimon, and then it starts Levi, and it makes its way to Moshe and Aaron. It doesn't do the rest of the Shvatim, and it's it's discussed numerous. Rishonim discussed the question of why. And he's saying why? Because um, uh, Moshe, Chulu, Moshe and Aaron, and so on. Hotios bnei Israel al tivosam. They released bnei Israel by their armies, by their um, troops. Sheyu kol mishpacha v'shevet tzval b'fneiatzmo. Because every household, every clan, and every shevet was a troop, was an army of its own. Lo yishtabdu. These were the people who spoke to Paro. In the Vilna edition, it's on um, Yudzayin Amaralev. So the Yushami says, He says, commanded the Yisrael, it's the first half of this Pasuk, Matzivum al parashas shiluach avadim. What did he? What did Hashem tell them to command the bnei Israel? The mitzvah of shiluach avadim and meshachachma adds here in brackets. Ratzalomar to say sheishalchu avdeim mi Israel sheshi abdu tachas yadam k'moshe kasov that they should send away their Jewish slaves that they had under them. And this is what it means, Koamar, Hashem Anochi Karasi Bristas Avosechem, Yomotziyaschem, Utziyosam, Mikate Shavashamim Tashlichu Ish Es Achiv, Ivri. The end of seven years, a person should send their Jewish brethren out of freedom, that it says in Yermio, and so, and, and Vidok. Okay. So in this first of the two adjacent. Meshachachmas we're looking at, we're introduced to the rather rather startling idea that the three Shvatim of Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi were, they didn't get land because they didn't participate in the servitude. In fact, some of them actually bought Jewish slaves off of Paro, and they had to be commanded to release their servants before Moshe approached Paro. And this was the mitzvah of Releasing a Jewish slave that was at the end of six years, that was in um, that it was hinted at according to the Yishami in this in this pasuk. <coughs> now the second, um, the second comment of the Meshachachma on this pasuk, lomar b'das hamedrash naso, 
And you could say, according to this Medrash and Nasso that we talked about in the previous paragraph, that the three Shvatim, um, these three Shvatim showed leadership in Mitzrayim, so because they kept separate and they were, um, they, they kept their, their leadership in the Triumph, so this applies to the famous Mechilta that said that for four things uh, we were redeemed from the Triumph. What were they? Shloshinim and Shimon. They didn't change their names. Lashonim and their language, their clothing. The Hayum, that's the Rechulu here, he doesn't list clothing. The Hayum Yanim Legoi, they were identifiable as a nation. And they considered themselves strangers in Mitzrayim. Because they waited for Hashem's redemption. They did not integrate into Egyptian society because they were waiting for Hashem to save them. Shiakov Birchosam, Ish Ish Kabirchoso. Yaakov, remember, we're, we're, one of the psukim we're dealing with is the curse that Shimon got, that Shimon's anger got, that deprived him of the land, and Levi being deprived of the land is from Yaakov's bracha. She Yaakov berachosam ish ish kabirchaso. Yaakov gave each person a bracha, bechalukas haaretz, and the vision of the land. Each person, each shevet, got the bracha that was appropriate to them in the division of the land. These three Shvatim, that Yaakov distanced them, so this is a very interesting thing. How is this a bracha? How is Yaakov sending these three Shvatim, pushing them away, and, and criticizing their anger, uh, criticizing um, Reuven with the story with Bilhah and, and Shimon Levi's anger and, and violence. Why? How is that a bracha? Had they been enslaved like the rest of their brothers, they would have been assimilated into Mitzrayim. And they would have imagined Israel that they would have no portion at all within Israel. Okay, so how is this a bracha for land? Remember, Yaakov's bracha was as just described as giving each shevet their appropriate portion in the land. So it says, uh, therefore, because these three shvatim lacked certain basic skills, their midos were lacking in certain areas. Therefore, they would have assimilated. Sorry, therefore, because of this, they would have assimilated. Lefichach, therefore, manahashkacha, um, Yaakov's bracha withheld the hashkacha, mishtabed osam. It stopped the hashkacha protis that would have put them in servitude. Bechomer ulevenim, with the mortar and the bricks. So what happened? What happened was, and this is an important lesson for us, what happened was Yaakov saw that these three sons had certain failings. And he was afraid that they couldn't withstand the challenge that was 
um, servitude in Egypt. So he gave them a distancing from the land. How? Because he wanted to make sure that they wouldn't end up enslaved in Egypt. They'd be able to maintain their identity, their yichos, that was listed in the parsha, the three shvatim whose yichos was listed. And they even had the opportunity to buy fellow Jews out of servitude at a paro servitude to serve in their own homes. All this was because um, they couldn't handle the Mitzrayim and then therefore they therefore they would likely to assimilate. But not being able to handle the challenge carries its own price because with the challenge comes the opportunity and the growth, the crucible of Mitzrayim, as it's called in by Chazal, that refined us and gave us the ability to handle living in the Holy Land and merging the daily life of agriculture and farming and praying for rain with the holiness of Eretz Yisrael, being able to merge the, the Olam Hazen and Olam Abba. They lacked that. They didn't go through the Egyptian experience. They lacked those skills. So by lacking the ability to handle the challenge, they lacked the ability to gain the skills. And therefore, they were withheld from, from um, getting their own nachla in Israel. But they did, get, <coughs> they did get to live among the Jews. In fact, Reuven ends up getting the land that includes Moshe's burial place. The one thing that I'm wondering about um, is that the Meshachachma mentions Reuven as being singled out for not getting land in Israel. He got his land on the other side of the Jordan. Uh, Menashe was split by Hashem, uh, but they get land in Israel. And the land on the other side of the Jordan was not actually by their request, it was by Hashem's. It could have been um, a plan to hold on to Reuven and Gud. But that brings up Gud. God is not one of these three Shvatim, and yet they also didn't get land, and that is not addressed by this Meshach Chachma. But I think the Meshach Chachma's point as a lesson to us is very important. Sometimes we, we get challenges. We should perhaps face them with the knowledge that the challenge, every challenge is, an is a growth opportunity. And the fact that we got the challenge and we're jealous of somebody else who didn't may mean that for us the opportunity was growth and for them the opportunity was one they couldn't, they weren't likely to handle. And that's why um, most of the Shvatim were, were subjected to Mitzrayim because for us, assuming I'm not from Reuven or Shimon, I don't really know that, um, but for the majority of Shvatim, it was an opportunity whose value was worth going through all that. And for these three shvatim, it would have been assimilation into Egyptian culture and uh, destruction during Makas Choshech. Um, I hope it's useful in general, um, general recipes for how to deal with tragedy um, tend not to be. But um, perhaps there's a time in our lives where, where this thought could come in handy. Um, I wish you all a uh, good, good rest of the week and a great Shabbos. Bye.